Hey, mates, welcome aboard to another edition of the Little Dum Dum Club. My name is Tommy Dasselo, and sitting opposite me, my co-host Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Now, how how are we today? Are we good? Are you, we... Well, you know, I'm not that good. Yeah, we're full disclosure up the top. We're both of fairly ill health. I'd say. Yeah, I've I've dragged myself out of my sick bed this morning for this, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm feeling very very brutal. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not at a hundred percent Chandler capacity today. Yes, I'm. On but you know, eighty percent Chandler capacity is still, still pretty bloody good. Four hundred percent Dasilo capacity. <laughs> I'm on the receding end of a uh, four day bender, and I was thinking of it. Uh, I was thinking about it. I reckon in decades to come, when I look back on this podcast, this will just serve as a, a, a timely representation of how poorly I looked after myself in my 20s. Because I was listening to some old episodes the other day, and like every fourth episode I seem to have lost like barely any voice that I have. Yep. So, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good. It's been oh, a good weekend. Well, I'll, I'll save my, my, my tales of woe until after we've introduced our guest. Okay, let's, let's get into it. Uh, our guest today, a, a good friend of ours. You may know him from the Matt and Joe Breakfast Show on Fox FM. It's the fabulous Adam Richard. Interstate listeners, I'm also on Hayley Rabbit and Craig on SAFM and uh, Lisa Baz and Sam on point nine. Double clang. Now, what's the rabbit really like? Oh, <laughs> I love rabbit. He's hilarious. <laughs> oh, is it rabbit, not the rabbit? No, no, it's just rabbit. Just rabbit. Oh, the oh, rabbit. Well, there you he's, go. He's one of A bit of many. respect for rabbit, I mate. think the rabbit is an attachment on a lady's pleasuring. Oh. <laughs> it didn't take you long, did it? No. <laughs> <laughs> I used to work in a, a sex shop. They're always just there at the front of my head. Now, how come, how come you're the fabulous Adam Richard? How come mm. you don't have like a, a rabbit. What would your be your your name be if you had to be rabbit or Just whatever? Fab. Oh, Fab. Fab. Fabo. People, people call Fabzy. me Fab. Oh, or the right. fabulous one. Oh yeah. Or... Fabzy, the fab stuff. Yeah. Yep. Fabad. Fab Troy used to call me Troy Ellis used to call me Fabad on the radio until our boss said no. It sounds like it's saying fat ad. <laughs> <laughs> Now, are you, are you a bit sick today as well? I've got, I don't know where this has come from, probably from bashing some random at the peel at four o'clock in the morning. Sure. Um, no, I've got like a chesty thing, wow. a cough. Oh. A den of disease that we're in at the moment. But because I work in this radio studio like five days a week, I know to do this. <laughs> See? Oh, you've pushed the cough oh, button. Cough button. Where's the oh cough my button? God, where has that been? <laughs> where the, is it? What's the cough? Is it? See, see where it says on? Yeah. If you press yeah. that, it'll go to off. Oh Hang my on. God! All right. Hey, Dasso, you know how what I really think of you? I actually think that you're. Hey, it does work. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, oh, well, it's a bit too late now because you've had a cough for like a, a month now. Yeah, yeah. Nothing about it. Yeah. Oh my God, that is. I know. Wow. I've listened to this podcast. I thought they don't know that button's there. Yeah. <laughs> We need to go back and digitally, digitally remove all the coughing. From Forty all weeks in, we figured out how to cough, <laughs> and then you can auto tune yourselves to be singing a song. Oh, oh my god! Oh, well, this is what I did on the weekend. I, so I've, I've come down with some food poisoning. I'm not sure what, oh. what happened, but I think I, I'm going to have to think that it's. My girlfriend made me a meal on Saturday, and that, that's what it was. You can't blame the one time you ate something that someone cooked for you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's it. You probably eat more disgusting food than anyone I know. No. And the one home-cooked meal you have is the one that made you sick. That's all true. But Because <laughs> <laughs> I but. thought this was going to be, because you and I have constant arguments about the pizza joint around the corner from your house, <laughs> yep. which I'm an old-school fan of, and you're not a fan of at all. Yeah. And I thought no, you were going to No, I do, I do. Them. It just made me... Horrendously sick one time, but that's, that's I thought they were going to be the culprit again. I no, thought they, they were going to be dragged kicking and screaming back into. No, this. well, this is what happened. So on Saturday, I had a meal prepared for me by my lovely girlfriend, mm-hmm. and it was very nice at the time. <laughs> um, and then after that, I she went out, and I had nothing to do. So my a friend of the show, Pete Sharkey, from a couple of weeks ago, he was doing a gig at the Comics Lounge in North Melbourne. So I said, I'm going to come pick you up, and we'll go up there. 
and I'll just come and watch your set and we might have a drink or whatever. So I went and picked him up on the way. I started to feel a bit ill. I'm like, oh, no, this will be all right. And then I thought, maybe I need something extra to eat. So we pulled into McDonald's and I got like a cheeseburger. So hang like, a minute. Yeah, I know, I know. Sick. I'm feeling sick. And so, your solution is eat more. Yeah. So I, Jesus. Yeah, I, I completely understand. So I, I went and dr- drank some sour milk. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So I, I ate a cheeseburger. Then I went up there, and I was waiting for him to go on. I was feeling more and more sick. As soon as his foot hit the stage, I ran to the bathroom and vomited. Yeah. As soon as so, I missed his whole set after all that. So, so you don't I, think the thought of seeing Pete Sharkey do a gig? It maybe. was, and he's usually better than that. I'd have to say. <laughs> <laughs> so hang on, you've you've. So you've had a Macca's after and you've still got the audacity to blame your girlfriend's But meal. I was already feeling sick before that. That was almost like uh, the, the finger down the throat. That was clearing it. That was, that was helping. How, so how long after your girlfriend's meal did you start to feel sick? About three hours, I reckon. Yeah, no, it takes about ten. Yeah. Does it really? Yeah. It's whatever you ate before. Well, before. she cooked me breakfast. So. <laughs> You're determined to blame her. <laughs> Dysentery fingers. What was what was what was the dinner in question? Uh, she she cooked me a pizza, and then for for breakfast she cooked me an omelette. Oh, okay, well, yeah. You know what? It's the omelette then, because she the she didn't eat that, but she ate the pizza. Ah, well, yeah, and she go. didn't get sick. No. Yeah, she totally oh. poisoned you with eggsy. Classic eggsy. Hey, I was at uh, I was at a house party on uh, on Saturday night, and I was having a conversation with a couple of mates, and then from near me, I hear someone go. Is that the dulcet tones of Tommy Dasselow? <laughs> Some guys who are fans of the show have heard my voice and recognised me based on that. And you now, know why? You know why? Because they've gone, hey, that chick sounds sexy. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Well, that's exactly hang on. It. Dulcet tones is not a phrase that I would use no. to describe my own voice. Well, maybe today with the huskiness. Yeah, yeah that's, I, that's what I prefer when I get sick because it gives, you know, at least then my voice has a bit of, you know, a bit of something. A bit of timber. You sound yeah, masculine. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, on that, so. So, um, uh, uh, how's the quickest way to explain this? So the house party was uh, a, a, a filming thing. So a, a couple of friends of mine do uh, a show, like a web series mm-hmm. called Poncho. It's a music journalism show. So right. they needed to film at a party. So they threw a party to film at, right? Mm-hmm. And so everyone at this party kind of knew these guys and was familiar with that show. So I'm talking to these guys who recognize me from Dum Dum. Yeah. And they said, hey, um were you the voice of God in that last episode of Poncho? Because it sounded just like you. I'm like, no, that wasn't me at all. <laughs> uh, there it comes. So then I grabbed my friend Nick, who works on the show, and I'm like, hey, um, who who did God in the last episode? And he goes, oh, it was our director, Tim, but we just turned the pitch up a few levels to yeah. get it to sound like that. Yeah. So, and he was sick, so we piped in a bit of old Shirley Temple, yeah, and that, so, that did the job. But not only that, not only the, 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 the insult of that in and of itself, but also there's a role that I could have done for a mate show <laughs> they didn't even consider me. They're bringing in... The, the machines are taking over me. Yeah. They've Insulting. auto-tuned someone into Tommy Dasselow. They've auto-tuned a bit of Dasselow in Well, to be honest, there's a lot of girls out there that are pretty jealous of your gig on this show because they're like, well, we could have done the same job. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'm no rabbit, that's for damn sure. <laughs> um, Careful, he'll get you in a gotcha call when you're not looking. Oh, yes. <laughs> does rabbit do gotcha calls? He totally does, every single day. Oh, really? Yeah. What, for the radio show? Or just be just for fun, just, just as, you know. He's an asshole. No, yeah, no, no for the show. <laughs> so you're 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 a fellow breakfast host. Yeah. Uh, Fellow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course it is. What, what's so funny about that? I thought you were saying fellow is in, in regards to us. No, 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 not just at all. Just, just because we're here we're before nothing. midday. We're nothing. We're fellow nothing. <laughs> <Doesn't>... <laughs> yeah. 
we're, we're only fellow time wasters. <laughs> you know what? Someone could be listening to this on the tram on the way to work. So technically, this is a breakfast show. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, okay. sure. All right. So you're a fellow breakfast host. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I would call what I do hosting, though. Okay. <laughs> So what time, I know you've answered this question a million times, but what time do you get up in the 4:30. morning? 4.30. 4.30, yeah. Now what sort of, now you've been doing that for how long, what, six, seven, eight years? Eight years. Eight years, wow. So you obviously. For a while I used to get up at 3.30. Until you stopped taking your job seriously? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I used to do like my gossip segments and the whole show. So I had to do like a double job. Yep. So I had to prepare a lot and then come to a meeting at five o'clock in the morning. But now I don't have to go to the meeting because I work on three different shows. So there's no point to go to a meeting for one show that I'm only doing. That sounds so spectacularly awful. There's one thing going, oh, we're work. I'm working. I'm working at five in the morning. (laughs) Another thing to say, I'm having a meeting at five. Oh yeah. Oh, so I work at home for like a good hour and a half and then come to work and do more work and then. Get yeah. dragged into the little dum-dum club afterwards, which afterwards. I'd imagine is exactly what you want to be Sweet doing. Well, normally right now I'd be on the freeway singing along to Glee in my car. There's a segment so in the show is... where you'll get to join it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is just the same, really. <laughs> in my head, I'm singing along to Glee. Yeah. <laughs> so if you go to bed, if you get up at that time, what time do you go to bed? Um... Oh, about eight-ish, nine? Eight, nine, yeah, right. You know, whenever MasterChef finishes. Right. <laughs> so that's, I mean, I guess that's not a big deal then. I mean, I guess if you're going to bed at eight or nine o'clock, the only, the only, the only difference between you and us, are you've probably missed out on, on the fact that there is exercise equipment for sale late at night and, yeah, and Zumba no. classes. That and stuff's still on at four remedies. o'clock in the morning. When oh, okay, right, right. <laughs> is that the only difference? <laughs> is that, is that, I think that's it. Yeah, I get paid. Um <laughs> Big and, there. and people listen to you. Oh. Yeah, people actually listen. Uh. And we're, we're getting paid in fan art. We got we got our first bit of fan art. This fan morning. art. Yeah, we, uh, a guy. Has Are done... you riding a unicorn? Yeah, no, it's it's. Jeez, it's not good. it's not far off in terms of creepiness. Are you bumming uh, each other off on the is, back of a unicorn? It is quite unicorn-esque. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it is a very creepy. Uh, let me just well, uh, bring it up on the phone. No, there's no need for you to bring it up on the phone. I don't know if you knew this isn't a TV show. So how about we just <laughs> describe it? Guys how about we just describe friend it? Friend of the show, uh, James Fosdyke, uh, has sent us an illustration uh, that Unicorn-esque. It has got me with a, let's say, a horn coming Ooh. out that's more of a phallic horn with uh, little Tommy Daslow's head on the end of the uh, the phallic horn. <laughs> yeah. With um, me saying, get a dickhead. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it is, it, it's, 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 it's awesome. Like, it looks great, but it's, um, it's a very bizarre compliment and particularly very appropriately, it came through on my email at 12.30 last night. Oh. 12.30 on a Sunday evening, I'm getting a photo of my head on a, Cock on your head. Awesome piece of art. And I'm saying, there's a speech bubble, I'm saying, hey, mate, and there's flowers, like, shooting yeah. out of my mouth as I'm saying it. It looks that's like some, some sort of cue. That's, that's a visual cue to mean you sound feminine. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you, s- you sound like a feminine hygiene product. That's what that means. <laughs> but it's you. You're saying, oh, g'day, dickhead. <laughs> you're saying, g'day, dickhead to me, and you're sort of looking up at the dick on your head that yeah. is me. It's a yeah. very... Check it out on the Facebook page and the Little Dum Dum Club it Facebook awesome. page. Yeah, anyone, anyone who wants to step up and do more fan art it, for it us. looks like a bit of Grateful Dead merch or something like that. <laughs> Very good. So if you've got anything, littledumdumclub at gmail.com. Hit yeah. us up and send that. If you haven't it. wasted enough of your life listening to us, then uh, <laughs> there's a queue for more. <laughs> so we, you know, we don't get paid in sweet bucks, but we get, uh, you know, get demented, demented, erotic <laughs> pictures. Yeah, no, yeah. it's really, like, the artwork is amazing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not. It's very good. 
When you said fan art, I expected, you know, I'd some say, kind of When crazy. I was reading the email, I thought it was just going to be... What about you? What about you, Adam? Have you got any interesting uh, uh, fan reaction over the years? Uh, oh, we get a lot of... Like, I do a podcast with uh, Toby Sullivan and Scott Brennan called Talking Puffy. Yes. Which you can find if you search Puffy in iTunes. Yep. Um, and we get some very interesting emails because we mostly just talk about bum sex. Right. Like, <laughs> that's all we ever talk about. Right. And how much Rhonda Birchmore looks like a man. <laughs> <laughs> And how much sex Scott Brennan has up the bum. So that does it. It's still the same conversation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with Rhonda Birchmore. With Rhonda oh. Birchmore. He's got an enormous dick. Uh, <laughs> I did. This I, is no longer breakfast radio. I did this Mix and Specs finale the other day, with, and I had to sit next to Rhonda Birchmore. Oh, wow. Just bearing in mind all the times I've called her a man. And. Uh, yeah. Was she was she aware? Did she? Was there any? I don't think so. <laughs> like <laughs> I tried, I had to do. Do you remember on Spix they used to do that bicycle game where you ride the bicycle to make the turntables go around? Yes, it's a, it's a stupid game, and they made me <laughs> do it because it's funny because I'm fat and I can't ride a bike. Um, <laughs> I, I love it. it. You can just rag them now because the show's over. Yeah. And there's no chance of being asked back anyway. And this isn't going to be until November. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I they said Adam said I'll go and get on the bicycle, and I don't know if this will make it to air. But first, I climbed on top of Rhonda and said. Oh, sorry, the other bike. Oh, yes. <laughs> big laugh? Did you get a laugh? Oh, kind of. <laughs> what, what was her reaction? Well, she her face is paralysed. She can't react. Oh, no. <laughs> her face hasn't moved in like 20 years. But, but then at the end, like Damien Callanan was spinning the, the records and was dressed in his new romantic gear with a, a, a kilt on. <laughs> And, and so Adam Hills goes, oh, big thanks to uh, Damien Callan and everyone's clapping. I went, yeah, she was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and then I brought it to Rhonda and went, so was he. But <laughs> oh, <laughs> you've gone her again. You've gone a double At least to her ring. face. Yeah. I did it to her sure. face. So for everyone listening to the last episode of Specs and Specs, Adam Richard was on there originally. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been edited out by this point. <laughs> yeah, you've been, you watch it and you'll find you've been digitally replaced with an Ewok just sitting in your seat. <laughs> <laughs> they have to cut me out. They have to cut Rhonda as well. <laughs> oh, right, you've fallen out of the boat and you've dragged with her with me. you. <laughs> <laughs> Two men overboard. Oh. <laughs> Women and children first, not you, Rhonda. <laughs> Back in the floor. God, and now you've now you've dragged your now you've dragged your your, uh, your petty Ronda Vendetta into this show. Yeah, as well. yes. it's she'll a crossover. Never... It's like a comic book. <laughs> she'll never be on this show now. Oh well, oh, David Atkins won't be on there. Ricky May, <laughs> he's dead. Oh. Imagine if someone did a sweet drawing of Ronda Birchmore with uh, two cocks coming out of well, our heads on top. of I her. can see it being drawn as we speak. I'll start. <laughs> <laughs> So, Adam, uh, so people know you, I guess, uh, uh, you know, mostly from radio. You've got a bunch of TV. You're saying Spicks and Specs. And you've actually got uh, your own show. My own show. Coming down the pipe. Down the pipe. It's produced by Princess Pictures, who've done things like uh, Peter Hellier's movie, I Love You Too, and uh, Angry Boy, Summer Heights High, all that kind of stuff. And it's directed by Kevin Carlin. Clang. Clang. (laughs) (laughs) Who is the best director ever. He directed, like, Big Girl's Blouse and uh, Eric Banner's show and... uh, a bunch of fast forward back in the day. Yep. Boy Town, the extra. Oh, done yeah, movies. Yeah. He's awesome. So when's it when's it all due out? Uh who knows? Oh really? <laughs> yeah, we well it's all been completed and done. I've yes, seen all the this final. This is the running trend lately. Go talk Just to people sit- and it's like, yeah, we did this show, when's it coming out? No idea. Like Fleety, when's Fleety's show coming out? Well, well I don't think Fleety's even got a network. At least we've got <laughs> the ABC have got ours. They oh, paid right. for it. Did right, Fleety right. make a show or did he just dream that he made a show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I no, think he, he totally took a lot of money for the show and then <laughs> 
No, he totally made a show. I know people who are in it. They oh. made it. It's a were you in thing. it? No, I wasn't in it. Okay. No, I was busy doing I'm my own it. show. Oh. I'm in You're it. in it. Awesome. Yeah. I didn't end up filming my bit, but according to <laughs> yeah. him, I'm going to be in it. He yeah. said. So he said I'm in the second one. Oh, so. my God. He said that to everyone who <laughs> ever lived. <laughs> I know at least seven people who were in one role that was actually played by Stephen Gates. Anyway. <laughs> Classic Gatesy. So, um, so tell us a bit, bit more about uh, the show for people who haven't heard about it. Or uh, about it. It's, about, it's, a, it's what they call a narrative comedy, what we used to call in the old money a sitcom. Uh, <laughs> but now it's called narrative comedy, which mm. means it's a story. Uh, it's about a group of gay science fiction fans. Who just you know, hang out? They're very they're open about their sexuality, but they're very closeted about being nerds. Okay, so they right. don't want anyone to know about their you know collection of Doctor Who dollies. Right? Is this a modern? Is it set in the modern day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. There's uh, five characters. There's I play a character called Fab, who's annoying. Uh, to, oh, I get it with your radio host. Yeah, name. yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. I'm just Sweet. not very. I'm not very creative. With names. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Trustlove, who uh, you might know from a million things, yes, uh, including Laid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he play, he's the main character. He plays a character called Max. Oh, also, who, he was going to be called the Rabbit. No, he's not the Rabbit. <laughs> but he Space uh, Rabbit. He and I are like best friends since high school, and uh, he has these constant panic attacks, which I don't help by. Screaming boo at him every time he's in the middle of one. So I think they're like hiccups. Um, <laughs> it's also got uh, Christine Arnoux, who oh, wow. plays an Aboriginal lesbian in a wheelchair. Oh, um, typecast. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she, uh, <laughs> her character, like, you know, she, she's quite a successful gallery. I think she runs a gallery. I hope, I hope I don't come off bitter because I was up for that role. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> you know, there was, a, there was a part, one of our guest parts was... Uh, Tommy uh, Little, I'm right here. no, Tommy Little was up for a part in our show, and he said, "Oh, I went for this part." I was like, "Oh, I'm so spewing! You didn't get that? I got to patch that guy." Oh, <laughs> oh yes, my God, that would have in been a awesome. cupboard. What do you mean I've done it wrong again? Oh, all right. (laughs) One more time pashing Tommy Little if I have to. My job. (laughs) The lesson here is series two. You've got to get more involved in the casting process. Adam, the crew have all gone home. Are you sure we're supposed to be still doing this? Uh, Sadly, they went with someone who could act. Wickety whack the wax don't stop here on the dum dum fun. It's, it's it's Saffron v Ballard and Long Round Two. Uh, it's it's Richard versus the world. <laughs> so um, uh, what part is Rhonda Birchmore playing? Uh, she's, she's playing my dad. Um, <laughs> Your dad sure can dance, so I'll give him that much. She does have a mention in the show, because in one episode they're meant to be going to see Lord of the Rings, the musical, where she's playing Gandalf. Uh, (laughs) But unfortunately, the theatre burned down 26 weeks early and no one can go. Is is, is that serious? Is there seriously a joke about that? There is seriously a Rhonda Birchmore reference in the show. You can't help yourself, can you? I can't stop! I've got a problem! (laughs) I'm just picturing you, like, at the coffee shop going and, like, what do I have? Oh, a soy latte. Thanks, that'll be 4.40. Oh, and, and Rhonda Birchmore looks like a man. Just like oh. any way you can get it out there, just throwing it to anyone. Well, we listens. originally wrote a scene with her in mind, like for a kind of like, but you know, it just, it just <laughs> turned into a one-liner. She looked at it and went, actually, I don't want to come all the way in and get punched in the face by Adam Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were going to have her actually dressed as Gandalf singing a song. But... Oh, she'd write a scene where she makes that with Tommy Little. That would be something to see. Totally. She yeah. can get written into Fleety's show. <laughs> <laughs> she probably was promised a couple of roles already, actually. <laughs> So now this, uh, this uh, for you, I mean, you, you wrote the show as well. Yeah, correct? yeah, I co-wrote so, it with John Richards. 
okay, so um, so science, you know, science fiction. You're, you're obviously you're a big fan mm-hmm. of that kind of stuff. You're into that. What's your what's your main what's your main uh, your main passion of science fiction? Like, what's I your... mainline Doctor Who. Like, there's no tomorrow. Okay, sure. Yeah, so this is the weird thing. Right okay, so you're eye. a big doctor. Are you an old school Doctor Who fan? Old, old, old school Doctor Who. See, fan. I am a I'm an old school Doctor Who fan, but I never got into the new series. Like, I I did just haven't even tried to watch it. I just took it as a thing that I loved. Can you passed me that then. knife. I'm going to stab you. Uh, <laughs> but I was a massive fan of the first twenty six seasons. 27 seasons. Yeah, that's fine. Why haven't you got into the new one? I don't know. What's I just, wrong with you, woman? I just felt like it It, it, it sold out. It, what? There wasn't... It's there, a BBC. It's a public company. <laughs> all, all the doctors are young and good looking and all this sort of stuff. I liked it when they were all 70-year-old men. Yeah. I don't know I, why, but I did. I, I kind of thought that when they cast Matt Smith, who's like the youngest one ever... But he's so like an old man in a young person. He wears a goddamn bow tie and elbow well, patches. Well, so does Deslo, and he's eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But yeah, you know what? It's it's written by fans like Russell T. Davis and yeah, Stephen yeah. Moffat, both huge fans. So it's yeah, it's lovingly adored. Having said that, I've never seen the news. You got to watch it now. So yeah, you watch like three of them, and then you go, oh what? Now I'm stuck. Right. I did hate it for a little while. Well, not hate it, but I. I was conflicted because when he started kissing Rose, yeah, you know, that upset me. Because when I was younger, I really identified with Doctor Who because he would have these completely naked women standing around and paying no attention to them. So I thought he was one of my people. <laughs> <laughs> and he spent a lot of time in, you know, what looked like a toilet in the park. <laughs> um, all right, well, I'm going to test your fandom. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if the Doctor regenerated? And what if the next Doctor was Rhonda Birchmore? Would, oh. you, still be a- would you still be able to watch? Or would you be too conflicted? Look, I uh, I would hope that she got shot by a Dalek every week. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was, I was uh, what, like maybe 14, 15 when Colin Baker was Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't much chop. No. Like, he's good now when you listen to the radio players, if you're an obscene nerd like I am. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and, I, and then Sylvester McCoy, who I absolutely hated, and I was... I think I was 18. I was like finishing year 12 yeah. and still watching Doctor Who right to the bitter end. I was it? still I was still into it um, to the very end, to, to the very end of the first time round, Sylvester McCoy and all that sort of yeah, stuff. Yes, so I wasn't much into it for Sylvester McCoy. I, I thought he was quite good compared to Colin Baker because he was really not very good. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was a bit over the top. But See, he, I've, yeah. I've never seen it at all. I've never seen ever. Any of it. N- ever. I actually, and oh I, I, not God. only that, I have no idea what it like what it even like what it's about okay they go through time and space to anywhere in a box okay there you go (laughs) see that's why you've been into it for 35 years you can see right there sounds like the to me it just sounds like a less fun version of the little kid and the dog in the rocky and bullwinkle show Sherman and Peabody (laughs) fun than that because you know what with when I was a little kid Doctor Who was the only way you could watch horror without your parents knowing you're watching horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you always wanted to watch vampire movies and, and blood and guts and jaws and everything. I wanted to see all that, but you weren't allowed because, <gasps> no, it's rated M, we can't be watching that. No, no, it's, you know, it's on yep. late at night. Were but... your parents British lords? Because that was... <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, Doctor Who was on at 6.30 on the ABC, yeah. so no one knew. You, it was an easy slide from the goodies straight into Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah, the people were being eviscerated left, right and centre. There is not a single story of Doctor Who... I think from the whole, you know, 26 year run where someone didn't die a horrible death. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. right. Like there's one where they were trapped in the TARDIS in the 60s and, you know, no one died in that because it was just the main cast. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone dies a horrible, disfiguring, grotesque death. Every, edge of, edge of destruction. Week. Edge of destruction. Yeah. yeah. Or Beyond the See? Sun. They had different names. Oh, uh, well, I was trying to show <laughs> off then and you don't even care. <laughs>
See, see, I talk a lot about Mad Magazine on this show, but that was they were my two I passions. Loved Mad Magazine. They were my two passions as as a as a child slash teenager. And I actually bought myself a, a, a filing cabinet to keep the two things in all the magazines and, and, and books oh, and everything. The previously and, mentioned filing yeah, cabinet. Exactly. It's like yeah. a TARDIS yes. of childhood. <laughs> what a crap metaphor. Anyway, so I, I think I went swimming with the you keys to it. You beat yourself up. You went swimming with the keys. With the keys to it. And the keys went down to the, the bottom of the creek and that's it. So there at my house, at my parents' house There's now. There's an impenetrable filing exactly, cabinet. Exactly. Full of Doctor oh. Who and Mad Magazines. So you've talked Preserve. about the filing cabinet yeah. and you said that you'd lost the key. Yeah. You didn't mention that the key was 10,000 yeah. leagues beneath the sea. It was like an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, hey? Can't you what just crowbar we... that shit open? I could, but it, I don't know. What I... if we did a special episode where we get a submarine to try and find the keys to that filing cabinet? Oh, yeah. Send James See... Cameron down with his 3D cameras <laughs> to the bottom of the Mariana Trench looking for the keys to no, your to filing the, To the bottom of what the place was actually called where I lost the keys is a place called Barry's Hole. <laughs> so... <laughs> Not oh, quite as now romantic you sounded as like you're doing the poof cast. Yeah. Clang. <laughs> Clang. Clang Barry's hole. Barry's <laughs> You'll yeah. need gloves to get those out. <laughs> yeah, so there's a lot of valuable Doctor Who and Mad Magazine merch. <sighs> I love yep. that so much. Um, well, talking of, uh, of, of sci-fi and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, I went and saw the... Uh, latest X-Men film the other day. X-Men oh, I First Class. That. It was great, wasn't it? I really yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. Um, Have you heard about the cra- crazy subtext, though? No, no, what? There's talk that the screenwriters and director had decided very early on mm-hmm. and didn't really communicate to anyone <laughs> that they wanted to imply that uh, Charles Xavier and... Uh, I hate saying Xavier because it just sounds wrong. <laughs> Charles Xavier and uh, and Eric Lynch, Magneto, were lovers. Oh, Really? They were bumming each other off in the mansion before <laughs> they had their lovers. So how was that implied in the movie? Just that they were so close. Oh. And there was that bit where they were in the bed together with the, you know, hooker with the and wings. The, and <laughs> the sex. The when, sex, when yeah. having now, sex. When you the say... helmet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you the say... triple, triple X-Men. <laughs> <laughs> when you say directors and screenwriters, is that code for in your own head? No, no, no. <laughs> Apparently that was, you know, they kind of... They they knew they couldn't go that far because sure. well, the Marvel people would have a little fit. Wow, that is going uh, to be some sweet deleted scenes on that Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. Stan Lee didn't want, want to make a cameo in that scene, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is my favourite thing about those movies, is that uh, Stan Lee always rocking up in any Marvel film. Yeah. It's always so funny that there's like... Like the, the Hitchcock. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's just always yeah, but Hitchcock Or the of... Jeff Hook. Hitchcock just kind of slid through, whereas Stanley's like, "Hey, hey, I'm over here! I'm over here! This is my bit! Yeah. My bit! Yeah!" In all of them, it's like in like just the coincidence that there's always just this same weird old dude, like always hanging around. Does like, he play Stanley in all of them, or is he? he... No, 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 no. He plays... doesn't play himself. He's just he a... plays Hugh Hefner in um, Iron Man. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> oh. I thought it was just like he's just sort of like a, a you know a sort of nameless old dude on the street, oh. but he's revealed in a way that it's like, oh, yeah, that's Stan Lee, but he's not meant to be anyone. Yeah, like no, in is. The Hulk, he's a security guard with Lou Ferrigno, who played The Hulk on TV. Like, they're just walking along together as security guards. Right. That's funny. Hey, oh, speaking of you, Hefner. such a nerd. How do I know this? Oh, hey, can I, can I get back to X-Men quickly? Yes. Can we no, not really. Um, so, <laughs> I, so I, basically, I went and saw the film the other day, and, it, you know, it's really good. Um, uh, but early on, right, in the film, so uh, uh, I presume most people, People are familiar with this. There's the, uh, the the character Raven, who can yeah, change mystique. form, can turn herself into uh, like take on. Played by Jennifer Lawrence, who is amazing in yep. that film, by the way. Um, very cute. Uh, oh, she's a really good actress. Oh, you, not her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 
So anyway, she can. There's a scene very early on in the film where she's disguised as uh, as a middle aged woman, and then someone discovers her, and she mm. does the where her skin changes back into a natural form, which is like a blue kind of alien looking thing. Yeah. Right? That happens. This is five minutes into the film. That happens. A guy sitting next to me goes, "Oh, what?" You're in X-Men. Like, what do you expect was going to happen? What did you think was going to happen when you came in here? So I'm already, like, a bit weird about that, right? Also, I should point out, uh, this was uh, earlier last week, so it was fre- it was a really cold day. It's freezing. It's raining. This guy is sitting in the cinema just wearing a singlet. He's just in his singlet top. He's halfway, not up right. Halfway through the film... He pulls out a can of Lynx and just starts dousing himself <laughs> in it. Just this quiet part of the film where it's just people talking, and next to me I just hear this <laughs> of him just spraying himself down. But it was kind of this weird bit of timing where right after he did that, then they went into that bit of the film where they're doing that like kind of training montage where they're all sort of getting ready. And so it kind of was appropriate because I'm watching on the screen someone just having finished pumping iron and I can just smell the sweet scent oh, of right. Africa. It was, like, it was like a smell of vision yeah. thing. It was yeah. bizarre. But how into a film are you getting if you're needing to spray yeah. yourself down with a bit of body spray? He got like really that. mad at that transformation Oh, back my there. God. It was just the most – it was so bizarre. What you, what you don't understand is he too is a mutant. And his uh, okay. X-Men power He's... is to piss you off during a film. <laughs> yeah, well, mission accomplished. Yeah. I was talking before about uh, a, a party I was at on Saturday night, and a friend of mine was there who I had not seen for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a busy been, party. Yeah, it was a busy party. A lot of people there who I hadn't seen for a while, which was good, which was it nice. It was an but, anecdote uh, party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were just walking around the party going, I've got to have something for Monday. <laughs> Has anyone got anything? You know what? That's what it felt like, because I nearly didn't go. And then as I was walking home at like 3 a.m., I was like, oh, thank God I went out tonight. Now I've got some... Some juice for the show. Anyway. That's what I was thinking when I was spewing violently into the toilet. Oh, thank God for this. <laughs> thank you, Sharky. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, so, um, yeah, so I had not seen her for a while, and she was she was quite drunk, but dr- drunk in like a weird way, like just sort of not the kind of person that I remember her being. Like she was just really kind of off her face and being really weird. And mm-hmm. I was just going, are you all right? Like you just seem kind of really like out of control. And she's like, yeah, rah, 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 and just like being mental. I'm like, did you do ice or something before you came out? Because you just seem, and she's like, and she's like going, nah, nah, like, yeah. And she's, and then she's like, starts going, yeah, nah, like out of nowhere just goes, yeah, anyway, my boyfriend at the moment's got a huge dick. He's got like a really big dick. And I'm going, <laughs> Is this a bit? Are you doing a character? Like, what the? Is this the? Are you actually my friend, or is this like a body snatchers thing? Because you, are, this is not on? how you normally act. And then she goes, "Hey, come on, I'm just out having a good time. I've had a really hard time recently. Okay, I've, 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 I've heard." <laughs> She's like. I wouldn't expect that of you, Carl. I'd Sorry. expect that of Adam. Sorry. Not of you. I, mean, I infect <laughs> yeah. any studio I'm in. Mean. You're ripping off his gear. Um, uh, 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 yeah, I was like, and she goes, yeah, no, I've, I've, I deserve, I've, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be out and having a good time. You know, I've, I've had a, I've had a rough trot recently. So I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, well, fair enough. Um, I, I'm, you know, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, you know, what's going on? Let's talk about it. And she goes, oh, no, I just had a lot of work to do last week. I'm like, that's not a tough time. What? That's just a time. That's do you know just, what I mean? Like, it's just your job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I just love having a really kind of average week and then just treating that as an excuse to just go hog wild. <laughs> like, no, no, no. Don't don't talk to me. Don't talk to me about whatever. I worked three shifts last week. Yeah. So just back off. So that gives me an excuse to talk about my boyfriend's appendage. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah. I've been injecting vodka. <laughs> but, then she, but then she started telling us about the guy she'd been with before, like, couldn't get it up and... 
Um, and she's like, oh, and you know, I told Was her- she telling you this because despite the beard, she thought you were a girl? <laughs> <laughs> this does not sound like the kind of were conversation you- women have with men. Were you both wearing pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> Was there a pillow fight afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> So she starts. She starts telling me about how, uh, yeah, the, her last guy she was with couldn't get it up, and and she kind of tried to help him through it, and and tried to get him on medication. But then she told a friend. Basically, it was this whole kind of uh, chain thing where she told a friend, that friend told someone else. It basically ends up getting back to the boss does. at this dude's law firm that he works at. So now everyone in this poor guy's office knows that he can't get it up and she's telling us this story and going yeah so that was just a really tough time for me and you know i've been through that i'm like you've been through that you've told everyone at this guy's work that he can't get it up like how's that bad for you well i think it is bad for her because i think it makes her look like a pig ugly doll (laughs) and she needed to stick a finger up his date to get him going Slowly turning into talking for <laughs> It's over half an hour in and it's taken you that long to use the phrase finger up the date. Oh, you know, I know this thing gets played on the Barry and I can't broadcast certain things. <laughs> no, you can broadcast whatever you want. Really? Yeah. Really? No, I see. This is part of my, my life working for the Osteria Corporation. Oh, yeah. okay, right. Is uh, because we do get someone... Someone who works at the company whose name I won't mention. Hang on, just hit that button there. (laughs) (laughs) Someone someone at this company whose name I won't mention uh, has breached the broadcasting codes and as a result we have to have retraining like on a more frequent basis. So, like, every couple of months we have to go in and be told what not to say on the radio. Ah. Yeah, we get none of that. We, we are so – we're the bottom of the ladder yep. in this company. <laughs> bottom. Sorry. We've been, <laughs> we've got to hit that button. Dasselo, can I ask you? You just said Team Allsop. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, yes. That oh. is your original Part of the show. Uh-huh. surname, is it not? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dasselo is pretend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> have you listened I before? I have listened before yeah. and I've heard you explain where it came from and it made no sense to me. <laughs> That's five times he's had to say. Everyone always says he never explains it. Well, explain it properly. Um, I I, like I changed my name for my surname is not. Oh, really? Another one. Another one. Is that so? Your your Facebook name is that? Yeah, my I actually have an Italian surname. (laughs) Your made-up surname is an insult to my deleted surname. Are you one of these Adam Richardopolis? Richard's my middle name, so that's why there's no S on the end. So it's Adam Richard Delamata. Oh, right. Because, yeah, we, we, we're friends on Facebook as of, as of quite recently. Sure, so don't tell anyone. That's oh, my secret Facebook. Yeah, I was going to, oh, yeah, like my me. My public Facebook, like fabulous Adam Richard. Everyone jump on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I saw that and I thought that that was like a, you know, like a pseudonym because I was going to actually ask you about that. Like, I thought you were maybe getting hit up by like, you know, weirdo fans oh, and whatever. I deleted a whole bunch of, I deleted my whole Facebook about right. five years ago. Okay, and right. then have only just jumped back on in the last 12 months. Right. Oh. And we're not mates on Facebook. No, I don't like you that much. Fair enough. I don't like him, but, you know, he wanted to send me a message. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's, that's good enough for me. As long as we're both not mates with you, that's fine. That's, that's not how I remember it happening. <laughs> but, no, it's, uh, yeah, Delamata is my real surname. Wow. So where did Desolo come from? Des- like, I, I made it up. In my head, I made it up. I get like, that. It, it comes from nowhere. But Why? 
I don't know. I, I don't know. I just know. took a stab in my head. There is a reason, isn't there? If we get enough like, guests on here <laughs> asking the question, we're going to get to it. You realise that's like that I ask the guests every week to ask you this. <laughs> yeah. If they're like, why would I, why would I make up that there's not a reason? Like if I had a reason, why wouldn't I just say that instead of sounding? You should make up a reason. Yeah, but why would, you, why would you make up that name without a reason? Why would you do that? I don't know. Just like, like I said, I, I just remembered this, like misremembered a thing about about like our our name or what? It, yeah, I just it just about the all sops. Just did just you know, I do need to make up a reason though. Yeah, like, there's, a, there's a band that I really like. I, called... I'd, I'd like it. I'd like to it to be more like you did one gig with Allsop and Bob so badly that you had to change your name <laughs> for the rest of your career. That would be well. What I want to do because there's a band that I really like called Death from Above 1979 who broke up but have recently reformed. Anyway, they are a duo. And every time they did an interview, they'd being a duo, they'd always get asked, how did you guys meet? And they would have like eight different stories of like how they yep. met that they would just roll out in all yeah, these yeah, different yeah. interviews. So their Wikipedia page, like one of them's like, oh, we were both living in a nursing home. One, oh, we worked on a ship together. So maybe it should be something like that where I just come up yeah. with a bunch of different places yes. where Dasilo comes from. Yep. And then, uh, and then uh, 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 yeah, every time a guest comes in, I can just say a different one on the Michelle episode. Laurie does that with her name because people ask, oh, it's a really interesting spelling is it uh is it from a different culture is it a different she goes like she'll make up anything one time i heard her saying yeah yeah it's my romany roots uh (laughs) the uh uh, gypsies old country we uh yeah or maybe how they spell michelle friends of the friends of the show get on the facebook page or the twitter feed and and, um (laughs) give daslo some reasons daslo a story okay one of them uh did one under allsop and bombed at a gig bombed so so badly they had to change his name um one, one Had to did... blame it on the Italians. <laughs> <laughs> one, that, one that I thought of was uh, maybe uh, a cafe near my house used to have a sandwich called the Dasilo that I really liked, so I took that on. I, I like that maybe you, you bomb at a gig and you go, what do you expect? Uh, it's not my first language. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Okay, uh, 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 witness protection could be another one. Um, shit out that. You've said your old surname. <laughs> that's true, that's true. All right, leave it, leave it to the others. Leave, leave it to, to the fans. So, Della, Della, Dolmade. Della Or Daily Fada, as people used to call me. Yeah, oh. the hilarity of primary school. <laughs> <laughs> Never ends. So get, getting back to um, getting back quickly to uh, to to your show coming out, Outland. You've done mm-hmm. a bunch of other TV stuff before. Yeah, you've been involved in a lot of, I'd say, a pretty varied catalogue. Yeah, I've of, done like morning work. television. I used yep. to do Nine A.M. with David and Kim. I've, I was on Hey Hey at Saturday before oh, wow. it finished. But which which one? The 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 original. The original. Okay. Not the new. Not this Wednesday. Not this Wednesday mockery. nonsense. Not that sure. newfangled. Not newfangled. No, at all. yeah, it's I the was same on... thing. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, I did stand up on there, and then I got invited to do one of those stupid panel game things you know, oh, yeah, where yeah. you have to come up with a punchline. And that was the week that it was announced that they were cancelling it. And oh. I was like, I've killed AA just oh. by being here. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what was that called? One of those things where you have to have the name on your head and stuff. Oh, like celebrity that. head. Celebrity head. No, yeah. it wasn't that. I wish it was that. That looked easy. Yeah. <laughs> Because all I could think of were dirty things for the answer. Like, God, it's 6.30. What can I say? What can I say at 6.30? And John Blackman was laughing hysterically at the look on my face that I was about to say something revolting. Yeah, exactly. All he, I mean, that's all he ever said. I know. Right? <laughs> something revolting. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? I've done heaps of weird Let us stuff. not forget Hole in the Wall. Hole I the did wall. do Hole in the Wall. Oh, my God. Did you? With Jordan Raskopoulos from Axis of Awesome and uh, Jonathan Coleman. 
So oh, can you imagine wow. us three boombas <laughs> in skin tight suits, and the com- the competing team was Shane Crawford, Matt Welsh, and and Ludi Torky, the diver. So you know. Who? Ludie Talkie. Ludie Talkie. She's that sounds like, like a, the, what should be the name of your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, yeah, she's an Olympic diver. So yeah, three fit people and us boombas. Right. And I, like, it was fun to do at the time. It was, you know, it's a stupid show where, sure. although they foolishly, um, those of you who don't know the concept, it's a big wall that's pink with a hole cut in it. Uh, and you have to make the shape of the hole while wearing a helmet well, and a silver well, jumpsuit. That, well, that's set up. And if you don't make the shape, then the the wall pushes you into the pool. But if you do make the shape, you'll go through the hole. So hilariously, because we're all fat, all of our holes were impossibly thin. Oh. And we couldn't get through them. But what they didn't think through there at Channel 9 was that um, three fat people uh, have a lot more mass than polystyrene walls. <laughs> so the wall would hit us and smash to pieces. And we'd be there going... Oh, I guess we should fall in the pool now in a comedic way. <laughs> oh, I've fallen over. I've lost my balance. Oh. That is crippling. Splash. But then I watched the show and they had this asshole voiceover just making endless fat jokes. It's like, we've agreed to do this boomba <laughs> thing for you in the silver jumpsuit. But, uh, yeah. Is it a bit of a um, is it a bit of a yeah like wipeout style where they then yeah they pipe in that commentary? Yeah, later? but on wipeout yeah. they're kind of fun with it. It's you know sort yeah. of you know it's kind of gentle ribbing. This was just actual nasty, right. hideous behaviour, and it was just you know that Channel Nine thing where it's like oh fat people are embarrassing and stupid, right? Yeah. You know, but women you, are dumb. But at least then you moved on to Celebrity Dog School. Celebrity Dog School. No, that was before Hole in the Wall. Oh, okay. but, uh, <laughs> Celebrity Dog School. Which sorry time, to mess with the crap show chronology. Channel Ten <laughs> asked me to do before. Well, I didn't have a dog. Um, <laughs> my dog had died about eight oh. months earlier. Oh. And Thanks so opening up old wounds, Channel yeah. 10. Sorry. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I went and adopted one on the show. Oh, really? Like, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this cute little white oh. dog. What about this? Ladies and gentlemen, we've just been, we've just been gate-crashed by a friend of the show. Well, without asking, he's put the headphones on already. But... <laughs> Justin Hamilton has just invited himself into the Dum Dum Club. This is what happens when you... Uh, I'll get a dickheads. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, this is what happens when you never knew your father. Like you're just uh, you're just looking for male companionship for the rest of your life. That's essentially what I do. Just wander around looking for some man to just sort of say, "Yeah, yeah, you're important." That's all I look for. That's all I care about. Hey, uh, Ammo, you're in here on the tail end. Maybe you can help us out with something. Yep. Uh, we're talking about. Um, um... Jeez, Ammo's coming in, and Adam's just started packing his bag. He's like, <laughs> "That's it. <laughs> tag in, tag out. This guy can take over." I have radio equipment in my. Oh, bag. I don't. I don't use headphones anyway. Oh. The last thing I need to do is he doesn't me. use seats. He stands up while he does this. <laughs> yeah, yes. I've got the plug to plug you in. So All right. Well, Hang on. Are we still talking about the headphones? Hey. Oh. I've done plenty of those. I'm yeah. exhausted. I know. <laughs> that's why. That's why I jumped in. I've run out of you know. Listen, listeners, you are still on the little dum dum club in case you haven't heard me audacity for five minutes. <laughs> Yeah, the, um, this has now morphed into, can you take this photo, please? Uh, <laughs> can you take this puffy, please? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, so, Hamo, we're... Uh, yeah, put it in this hole here. Oh, like, okay, sorry. Follow my oh, finger. Just yeah. guide it in. Jesus. Jeez, that was much Thanks. easier than I thought. Oh, <laughs> Being gay, simple. I love that you now plugged it in and you're not going to put them on. <laughs> no, I'm not putting them on. No, Cal- calm, calm down, dicky knees. <laughs> <laughs> you plugged in the headphones. We're into all that trouble. Now you're not going to use them. Gee, Mr. Summers, you're a cunt. <laughs> That. I've been very careful not to we swear have, the whole time. We have, oh, to go in, we have to go into training now. I don't know. <laughs> oh, we, we have to go into... Top Sunderland's base training. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> he really is good with his finger on that button, isn't he? Because <laughs> he's a complete... Okay, so... Let's all do... <laughs> you just sound like a phone that's broken. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen that button before. <laughs> it's the best button in the world. Yeah. It all over every other button. <laughs> wow. My whole career could have been different if I'd found that button a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. Instead of the way that you right up. Yeah. <laughs> People are just going to think their iPods have broken. Like, yeah. These shitty headphones. Um, so, Hammer, before you got in here, we were talking about uh, about Dasilo being my fake name and how I kind of, yeah. I don't have a good reason for it. The name itself that I've just made up in my head when I was 16 and we're saying that I maybe need to come up with a bunch of different fake reasons for oh, having fake, that I, name. I thought you might have been coming up with you know, a new name. Maybe you oh, could, maybe you could oh, yes. be Tommy Danger. Oh, Tommy yes. Danger! Relaunch the brand. Yeah. 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 How could yeah. the Tommy Danger be? Yeah, that'd be good. Sure. And, and, and it'd give you an actual what reason about... why you changed it. That'd be good. You start again. What about Tommy Head? <laughs> <laughs> Tommy, don't touch that. Your mum will be annoyed. See, the thing about pushing the button is that it's funny in this room, but people listening can't see that you're yeah. pushing a button, so it's just going to sound just, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, but people know it when they hear it. <laughs> Everyone knows what a head is. <laughs> also, it's, it's quantum physics because it allows them to decide what the word is. Yeah. And so, that's, so there's probably some people who are really nice listening to this who are thinking, oh, he's calling him a Boof head. Yeah. Uh, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Okay, but then sure. there's probably yeah. some people out there who are thinking that you're calling him a head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just like just like Kyle Sander. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> see, that was cut out pretty well. That could have been Kyle Sander anyone. Yeah, <laughs> Kyle Sander. Yeah, yeah, the just, guy just... who bursts into houses and fucks off with all of the presents. Oh, I forgot Why the did button. you suddenly <laughs> mention Kyle Sanderland's name when we haven't spoken about him that's, at all in this yeah, entire yeah, show? I, 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 I just like, came out of nowhere. That I did was like, weird. I did like before when Hamilton was setting up that he was going to do a joke that was going to involve pushing the button and then at the end you couldn't find the button. I didn't so know where it was. You just stopped speaking. I didn't know where it was. Microphones and women, I don't know where to press. I've got no idea. No idea. So have you got any Talking ideas? Talking hetero. <laughs> just I think he's just talking dirty. <laughs> so have you got any ideas about, uh, about uh, you know, fake justifications? Yeah, yeah da- like Daslo should be the name of an uncle uh, oh. who was... Uh, who, who fingered you. No. Oh. Oh. Be touched by an uncle, Tommy, Tommy Daslo's <laughs> tragic story. Oh, if finally the button needs to be used and it's not used. Wow. Oh, sorry. Who fingered you? Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, like, so... Uh, that, that's reminding me of uh, of something where he takes he, he kills someone takes on the name as uh, oh. what is that that's a that's a movie isn't it you should know that Daslo you're face young off? No, no no that's the face he takes on the face he takes on the name. face you idiot no the oh. uh, there was there was there's something else where he takes on the name of the person that he kills that he an killed. Italian comedian and then no it's, he's got the letter he. Oh, oh, no, no, it's lost. It's like Sawyer. <laughs> he could be like Sawyer. Oh, it's only, it's only your favourite show of all time. Oh, I can yeah. see how that slipped your mind. I suggest yeah. that it was going to be um, fucking Dickie What's-A-Face from that movie with Matt Damon and Jude Law. Rhonda Birchmore. Oh, What's that one? <laughs> Dickie, Dickie What's-A-Face. <laughs> It's one of my favourite films. <laughs> yeah, R- Rhonda Birchmore killed, killed her mum and took on that name even oh, though she's Rhonda. a man. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Ron. 
Like I, it's oh, right. <laughs> Ronald, Ronald Birchmore. Yeah. I, I reckon. I reckon it's uh, it's an uncle that you only got to meet a couple of times, who is an archaeologist adventurer, and he is archaeologist adventurer. Yeah, he's like Indiana Jones, but he's uh, he gave you a jacket. He's he Dicky Dassalo. He's Dicky Dassalo. <laughs> Goes around flying bipeds and sure. things like that. Bipeds. That's the new. Bipeds. That's it. That's the new justification. That's it. And he was such a such a great guy. My uncle Dicky Dassalo. Dicky Dassalo. <laughs> Everyone knows Dicky. Dasselow. <laughs> Remember the Dickie Dasselow adventures from the 30s? They were awesome. <laughs> they were amazing. I like the new ones, the modern one, the young D- oh, Dickie Dasselow no, adventures. You know, they ruined it. Played by Elijah Wood. No, he was, good. Oh, he was like my he was my, gener- he was my generation's Biggles. <laughs> Here comes Dickie over the crest of the hell on his biped. <laughs> he Take sounds like time. a he sa- sure sounds like a woman, but he's a real man. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Ratsies. <laughs> Dicky Dasselo, he could disguise himself as a lady quite convincingly (laughs) to escape from Nazi prisons. (laughs) Anyway, I've got to go and do my movie review, so it's been great to catch up with all of you. Take care. Lovely hemo cameo. Hemo cameo. I like to consider myself the Heather Locklear of this show. (laughs) Justin Hamilton, everyone. Guys, uh, that, that actually does bring us to the end of the program. Uh, oh, really? This has just gone uh, goddamn ridiculous. Yep. I'll be very interested this to hear. This is what if... we call pear shaped in I'll the be... old money. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Adam Richard, thanks so much for joining us. Let's see if we can retrieve any of this. It's going to be an interesting afternoon with Audacity open, that's for damn sure. <laughs> get your finger on the delete key and get ready to hang uh, Don't delete when I say. Sorry, that's oh, my favourite thing. <laughs> Have you got anything uh, to plug, Adam? Oh, I've given you a juicy uh, softball uh, right there, haven't uh, I? Well, I didn't want to plug either of you two, so I'm going to have to go and find someone. Hey! Uh, no, just our podcast. Talking Poofy. Uh, TalkingPoofy.com.au. Uh, will be on sometime. Sometime. We don't, we don't Read the ABC and harass back, them. Back to back with uh, Fleety's show on TV Narnia. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love guys. when they show TV shows in the back of the cupboard. <laughs> With Tommy Little in you. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you've got any fan art or letters or you want to get in touch with this little dumb dumb club. Or any Deslo backstories. I haven't done your iTunes thing of the week. Oh, yeah, we didn't have it this week. Oh, get onto the iTunes, guys. Get on the iTunes. Uh, yeah, we'll see you soon. Uh, that, that, that went well. That was fine, even though we were sick. So that's just fucking how powerful we are in the studio. Thanks for listening to us, whether you've downloaded or you're listening on Barry. Um, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Take care of yourselves and may God be with you. <laughs> see you, mate. See you, mate. Oh, I